<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkman Show, where we bring you stories from all around the world. You guys, you guys please forgive me. I'm still sick a second week in a row, but I'll be all right. And um, because today we have a story that I find very interesting with a young man whose anxiety is very overwhelming. He caught my attention a week ago, but I was sick and I couldn't get to him, so I'm getting to him today. And if you don't mind, we're not going to say your name because your situation is very serious. Um, yeah. Just explain to me what you wrote to me and and then tell me yeah. why you're feeling this way, then we'll dissect it. All right, and to be honest, that whole day was like I was drinking. Like I had like a bad breakdown. Like it was kind of ran- – it hits me randomly. Mm-hmm. So it was that day I just – I was drinking, 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 and I just thought that it would help me with my anxiety. I felt weird from waking up. Right. Right. And um, I knew something wasn't right. So I just kept drinking. I just had a breakdown about too much things, and I lived like that all day, like like feeling nervous about things. like, And I, it, this is hard for me to talk about because I, you have to be the first, probably second person I've ever spoke to about this. Mm-hmm. And I've been living with this since I was young, you know? Okay. And I just, I was just, I'm just tired, man. It's like, every, I feel like everything's just, it's just getting to me. And I'm just feeling tired. Like I'm just here, and, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just exhausting. Like, I'm, I feel like I want to give up, but I just, I don't want to think like that. It's just. Okay, so what, so what do you, when you say you're tired, you just said to hear, explain to me what you're tired about. Uh, me fucking up, to be honest with me. Like, I feel like I just keep fucking up. Like, everything's just stopping me. Like, I try to do good, and it's just, I don't know. I'm just tired. Like, I wait, I don't sleep. I, I, anxiety, I started noticing I had anxiety recently. This is kind of why it's still hard for me to explain it. Because mm-hmm. I never knew what I had. I okay. always knew, like, something wasn't right because when I was younger, right, I, I told you in the story, I reread it because I don't really remember the full thing I wrote you that day since I was so uh-huh. young. But um, when I was younger, I almost died from an asthma attack. Okay. Right? I had, like, a bad cough. And the cough, like, you know, like the horse cough? Right. And that was so hard that it tore my lung. Right, okay. so I tore my lung and our other one collapsed, and I almost died. I had like a forty percent chance of living, and this is like nine years old, right? Right. So after that, I was like afraid to like go outside again, like okay. do anything, because I'll I'll be afraid of like something will happen. My mind just don't like stop running. Everything is okay. negative in my head. I understand. So it's like since then. Uh, I was afraid to go to school. I was afraid to go outside for uh, for a while. They even took me out of school for a little while. I kept telling them, like, my stomach was hurting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I get this nervous feeling in my stomach. And I get it, like, basically everywhere I go. Okay. And I, I don't show it. That's the thing that's hard because I don't tell nobody about it. But in my head, it just it's just overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get to the point where I know I can't keep living like this. I, that, that, that was the whole breakdown. I knew I couldn't keep dealing with this. Now how old are you? 
I'm 27. You're 27. How do you make a living? I uh, work right now for a maintenance company, but they have me placed in school, cleaning for a school. But right. I don't really make that much. Okay. Well, the next time, what you made? I just want to know where you was working. Okay. Minimum. So you work at a maintenance. So. Okay, so you work at a maintenance company. You live with your parents. No, I moved out due to a relationship about four years ago. That's another <laughs> stress that I'm having, being out on my own for, like, the first time. Okay, so you and, live by yourself. Yeah, I rent out a, a room, basically, but he's never here. So, I'm, yeah, basically by myself. Okay, you basically by yourself. You keep your room clean and everything? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going somewhere yeah. with you. Okay. No, no, your room clean. I know. I get to the point, you're right, I get to the point sometimes where, like, days pass. Like, sometimes I don't even notice. I get what you're saying because you're trying to see, like, if I'm doing basic things, you know? And some no, days that's I don't do That's what I'm saying. What I'm oh. saying is if you keep your room clean, believe it or not, it's a positive vibe when you walk in your room and it's not dirty, it's not messy, it's a visual, right? I never thought about that. Yeah, if you come in, like, if your car is fucked up and dirty and stink, if you walk into your room... The sheets all on the floor, t-shirt, socks, and it stinks. It's depressing. Like if you yeah. if your if your room looks over a garage, if your room looks over to something that's fucked up, that could be depressing, right? All these things could be depressing. So this is the color of your room. If it's gray, if it's, it's like as a is it all white, that could be depressing. <laughs> You know, you, you got to put some type of art on the wall, things that can keep your mind positive. Um, see, what I'm hearing, what you have, is a lack of self-motivation. And let me say what I mean. I get so many emails, so many DMs about people want me to mentor them. Sometimes I respond, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Because what I want people to understand, you have to mentor yourself. You got to dig deep down inside and wake up every day with the energy that you're going to do well. When you feel bad, get out, go for a walk. If you feel bad, do some fucking push-ups. If you feel bad, just get on the phone and talk to a close friend. Someone positive, though. You know, someone positive. That's, uh, not, sorry, not to cut you. That's that's huh? kind of where I feel because, like, due to like the way my anxiety works, like I feel like I cut the world or like away. Like, yeah, we're I, gonna change all that, family. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I'm more like the story. I want you to listen to me. Yeah. I want you to listen to me. I understand where you are. You gotta stop. You gotta stop cutting the world off. The world hasn't done that to you. Everything that you are saying is in your mind. No one has beat you up. No one has given you problems. No one has put you on the street. No one has done nothing to you. Your mind is doing this to yourself. So you got to start with little things, little things to say, I, I want to better myself every day. I have this rule in my life that every year I got to have more money than I had in the, in the bank last year. 
Yeah. I got to be I got to be healthier every year. I got to be more spiritual every year. I have to set bigger goals and accomplish goals every year of my life. Whatever I did last year, I have to add on something this year that was better than last year. Whether it's putting certain things together and I always set it up for the fall between October and January. I always try to add something. Now, you're a young kid. Now, let me listen to what I mean by that. Yeah. All young children have this sense of I need to know what I want to do with myself. And some older people, too, they still think about it. But what I'm saying to you is that this is normal. What you're trying to do is rush your hand. And when you rush your hand, you don't think that you're going at the pace you think you should be going, but you're really at the pace you're supposed to be. Is that you're watching other things. You're watching other people's lives. You, you don't, for some reason, you don't believe in yourself. Okay, so what, you got injured. Doesn't mean that you should down yourself. You got injured. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to get better and I move. Remember, everything is choices. Choices has consequences. So you choose to feel fucked up, you're going to feel fucked up. If you get in a relationship and it shit don't work out, it's life. Yeah, it's going to hurt. I'm not saying you're not human. Yeah, it should hurt like a motherfucker, yo. Yeah, so I'm dealing with that right yeah, now. So that's that shit thing. hurt, nigga. I ain't going to lie. Too, so it's kind of like it. Yeah, that shit hurt, nigga. Shit. Ah, that <laughs> motherfucker. I can get it. <laughs> yeah. But you got to become resilient. And say, okay, it is what it is, and get a new bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that men get caught up. <laughs> y'all fall in love so hard. Like, y'all can't meet nobody else. <laughs> you felt good with the girl. She made you feel a certain way. She probably rubbed your balls, fucked your dick real good. But other bitches <laughs> do that, too. The other bitches suck dick, too, nigga. Yeah, but my kids, I feel like, yeah, you know, you got to be a man as you get older and you're like, you know what? Okay, she was a nice girl. I'll meet somebody else. Um, You will meet somebody else, fam. And you can't let a woman get you down because women will be getting you down. For the rest of your life, like I say, I want you to have your moment of grief. Yeah. And go through your pain. Oh, I love her. Oh, God, I can't believe it. Don't follow her. Don't Uber chase the bitch around town. <laughs> All this kind of stuff. You got to realize, like I said, it happens. And now that you're talking to me, you got to be like, you know what? TK said, let me change my mindset. Let me change my thoughts. I want to be a better person. Now, one of the things you have to do, too, you got to stop that fucking drinking, yo. Let me tell you what drinking does. <laughs> one, it makes you depressed. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not really a drinker because my, my, not because we open, but my pops is an alcoholic, so I kind of hate drinking. But it was yeah. like the moment I was in, it was kind of, I was just feeling nothing. Like, I was just tired of feeling nothing. I wanted to say something. Yeah, you know, do some push-ups. Yeah. 
or go for a walk. Or you can have one drink. I'm not saying you can't drink. <laughs> don't drink like that. Be like, you know, you can get that alcohol poison. It could depress you. And you, like a lot of kids understand, alcohol leads to erectile dysfunction as you get older. <laughs> so your dick now, your dick starts getting high. You're alcoholic. You get high blood pressure. You talk about depressed, nigga. You really gonna be pressing your dick up getting hard. Trust me. Because <laughs> you can't handle this shit, huh? About that, I had a funny story recently about that too. I got it. But it was recently, right? Like I was uh, met some chick first time, man, and like I never had no problems like talking to females or that. Right. So it's kind of like me, and my. I'm gonna get on top topic when you uh, finish all this, but uh, she basically came over. And when I tell you she was, like, giving me the best head of my life, she was, right? Right. So all of a sudden, when I get to her, I'm about to have sex, I'm about to bend over and tell me how this, like, my dick was off. <laughs> like, like, it was fully gone. Like, I couldn't, like, I'm like, I don't know what was happening. Like, my mind was just racing. That's how bad it is sometimes. My mind just goes off. Right. Like, so <laughs> the whole funny situation. Like, I mean, I, I let, none of us end up busting nuts, so... <laughs> You came over here for two hours or nothing. Yeah, it happens, yo. <laughs> I know when I was young, I remember girl came. I had already been fucking, though. That's when I was a hoe. <laughs> you know, I was already fucking. Fuck, I used to fuck two, sometimes two, three times, four times on the same day. I'm not lying. And you keep forgetting that that dick is a muscle. And I'm going <laughs> to get tired. And I remember, this, yo, this is funny as hell. I was over this girl's house. And she knew I was cheating on somebody who I was dating. And she said to me, you can't sleep here. I said, excuse me? She said, you can't fuck me. You got to go. And because she said that, and I felt like a piece of meat, thing, I packed my shit. I couldn't fuck anywhere because my dick was tired. I packed my shit anywhere. Like I was like, hey, this thing. There you go. I was laughing. <laughs> and got dressed and left. I'll never forget that. You know, that's when I used to mismanage my dick. <laughs> I mean, around your age, nigga, you couldn't tell me that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was fucking, but I never... I'm quite sure a girl got me depressed or upset in my lifetime. It's only human. You know, nobody's a superhero, but you'd learn to deal with it. And see, and that's really, see, I, I went the female route to really show what your depression is. It's not yeah. nothing else, y'all. It was the bitch. I I think it, I'm going on that, but it was like, I think everything just hit me at once. That's right, right. But the girl is yeah. what took it over the top. And I feel like, to be honest, like, I have nothing like bad to say about it. I feel like that was just me fucked up. Right, right. Because and she, like, that, I think that's what's really eating me because, like, I'm not going to lie, like, she really up? booked me up. Huh? Because she wanted better for me. Like, she wanted, like, all right, I'm going to start for kind of the beginning. We kind of, we was together for about four years. Like, we broke okay. up recently about, been about five months. But okay. I feel like our relationship, I feel like our relationship kind of moved quick because when I met her, I met her at an old job I used to work at. And she was going through her own problems with her mom, her family, right? Okay. So we talked to her a few months. 
wound up making it official. Yeah, we're going to be dating together. And she wound up getting into a bad fight with her mom, and her mom kicked out. Okay. So she ended up living with me in my mom's house, which is, like, no room, no space. Where right. So you had in-house pussy getting head on sneak. Yeah. So I never had my own room <laughs> before I even moved over here. This is my first own little space I had. But right. I've been sharing. I have four sisters, no brothers. Okay. So my my dad was, like, the worker of the family. So I he... He was there, but when I say he was there, he really wasn't. He was more just the provider. That's why I can never okay. disrespect him because I understand how hard it is now, me being out by myself. Yeah. It's not easy. Like, it, it, it hit me hard. I understand it could have hit him worse. And I don't blame him, but I wish he was there more to put me on a different path, I guess. Because I was always around my mom. Right, yeah. So that's why, and that's yeah. why you emotional, <laughs> too, because you picked up yeah. her ways. No disrespect. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree with you. Like, right, uh, and you I got those that. females, you got those other girls around you. All yeah. of that is what you are subliminally taking in. You see yeah. your sisters get emotional, how they handle it. You see how your mom get emotional, how they handle it. And if you're yeah, around my, that. My sisters are like brothers. That's the funny thing. My sisters yeah. are like. <laughs> and if you're around that, that environment, you're going to adapt yeah. to the same thing. But yeah, I'm back to the relationship, right? So we, she basically, we basically been together, living together since we've been together, which was kind of like the weirdest thing. Not weird, but it was, everything moved so quick. Right. So we was at the house and there was no space. And she, it was just a lot of chaos going on in the house. So we started just looking for rooms, like just to find anywhere to go to get our space. Okay. So. We ended up finding something, mind you, I had no money saved. I had nothing. So we wound up just moving. Finding a spot in, you know, Brooklyn and moving from where I'm from. And um, everything was good for a little while. Then it was just, I was just not right in my head. Okay. Which is, like, I wasn't there. Like, I didn't see what she seen. Like, she seen the good in me. Like, she wanted me to do this. She didn't finish school. I got kicked out of school when I was younger. I got... I was just doing so much stupid stuff when I was young. Mm-hmm. And she's always forced me, like, you know, you got to finish this, you got to finish that. And I always busted off. Like, I said I'll do it, and I just never, I didn't care, like, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't just, I didn't think I was going to live this long. I was just living my life. It was like, mm-hmm. day by day, I would just sleep, wake up. Mind you, I barely sleep. I'm up all night. Right. Like, I don't sleep. I don't, <laughs> like, every time I just, I just want to stay home. I don't like going overhead, talking to nobody. So that caused a lot of stuff because, you know, the girls like to go out. They like to do it. They like to do that. And, you know, I didn't want to do those things. Or I did want to go, but my anxiety is fucking me. Right. While I'm out. I would mm-hmm. never feel comfortable. Everybody's having a good time. You will never see. I'm, I don't show it. I'm, always, I'm trying to, this is my first time I'm trying to, you know, open up. But, like, if you were around me, you would never know, like, I go through diet, I go through shit, I go through my depression, everything. Because okay. when I'm around people, I just, I just act happy. But I'm not. I understand. And that's half the world, fam. Yeah. But you got to control how you do that. You got to. You got to control and say, you know what, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to talk more. Um you got to find a close friend that you could talk to just to shoot the breeze. You can call me anytime, too, as long as I'm not busy. 
<laughs> but you can't call me with that negative shit. You better be talking motherfucking happy. What up, TK? You know, so I feel like you understand my nerves. My nerves yeah. coming to talk to you. Like I, I'm more of I will calm down while it's happening. Like I don't feel feel it now. Like my mind is just fine now. Like it's crazy. It's more the overthinking. Right. So I'm like, you're a thinker. You're a thinker. Yeah, it, I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. Bad. You're overthinker. Really yeah, that's bad. So it, yo, I, I'm you gotta change like, that. I'm like, what is he going to say? How I'm going to talk? How this? Like, right. I don't know. My mind is just running crazy, man. And I know it's going to be good. I know it, but my body's telling me different. Listen, you got to go and you got to get in the gym, yo. You got to take that same energy and put it to you in the gym. You just got to have physical activity. You need to get physical activity in a chain because you got to have – see, that means you're a great love maker, am I right? You fuck really good, correct? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Right. Because you, you fucking I out of stress. Listen to what I'm telling you. You fucking because you're trying to release that energy, right? So you <laughs> – and, and the girls love it, but you're not understanding where all this extra energy coming from. So you got all this energy in your brain and in your body. You can't sleep sometimes at night. You're just, you're just overthinking, just thinking and thinking. I get sleep paralysis from it, too. <laughs> Hello? So that's one, yeah, I'm watching the oh, game. I'm sorry. I'm watching this um, oh. Kansas City game, so it's stuck. Me. I'm like, how you catch that pass? <laughs> you know, so that's what I'm saying. So... You have to start going to the gym. If you can't afford it, I want you to leave out the house two times a day if you have to in the morning and go for a walk for about 30 minutes. You're going to look up at the 30 minutes and say, damn, I walked a long way. But when you come back, you're going to feel amazing. There's nothing wrong with what you're doing. You just got to find ways to release that energy, get that energy out. You got to get that energy out. When I was moving from all the way over here, before I was in a relationship, playing basketball every day, going outside, but around my area is not really where I want to (laughs) be. Right. It's kind of like that's what made me. Now, where do you live? Uh, Right now I'm in Brooklyn, but I'm from the Bronx. Okay. All right. So I'm, everybody, I, I know nobody out here. I like literally know. I've been out here for three years, and all I know was just me and my chick were at the time. Oh, so I that'll do it too, here. yo. So I'm, um, I'm, and I feel like I'm stuck. Like, and he's like, yeah, I, we broke up, kind of like, on good terms. So not say good terms, but it's no problem. Like I understood what she was because she wanted better. I can't blame somebody to want to do better for himself. Right. That's right. And so I. Yeah, I, I understood it. Even though it ate me alive, it hurt me a lot. Right. I, I couldn't be mad at it. I couldn't sit there and be mad because I, she sat there and tried for three, four years, you know. So I understood. But um, I kind of lost track of it. No, but, I get it, family. One, you isolate it. Yeah. So you I'm, have that, no that, friends. Yeah. Three, you don't have no more pussy on a regular basis. Yeah, I don't feel like working for it. Honestly, I could get it, but I don't feel it's a process. I don't right, like right. <laughs> like, but I feel like my mind see, is not ready. See, you young kids, see, y'all got to know how to Mac, yo. You got to know how to, <laughs> you got to know how to Mac. You got to be like, that's why I always felt when I was young. 
you had to have more than one girlfriend when you're a youngster. Yeah, when I was young, everybody, see, everybody's trying to find themselves in at your age in 20s and 30s. So girls are dating all kind of men. Men are falling in love fast, and then they want to get jealous. Girl, but everybody is supposed to explore life at that age. And as you get older, you settle down. You know, as yeah. you get older, you I, settle I've down. I've never been on a plane. I've never been anywhere pretty much out of New York. Like I've probably been to Philly. Two times, but right. I've never so the goal, so one. When you go out on tomorrow, you're gonna start saying hello to people in your neighborhood. You're gonna start speaking to people at your job. And just hold friendly conversation, and you're gonna work from there. We do one week at a time. You do that. You start meeting people, and you start trying to hang around people who are doing better than you. But never do I want you to feel sorry for yourself. That, that's, that's, that's the problem with me. Even when my relationship was always way higher than me. Like, she yeah. had a bachelor's. She worked in criminology. She worked in a good job, this, that. So we met each other kind of, you know what I mean? Like, she was already far She got on her fucking nerves with that complaining. Yeah, pretty. So it's yeah. like, I, w- I, w- I always felt like, even with her friends, or other, other people's like cops, or this, this, and that, like, I feel awkward, even though I'm, yeah, I didn't you like, like you wasn't anyway. good enough, but you was good enough because yeah. you only fucking twenty seven. <laughs> you got to remember who you are. You're a youngster. Now, if you're my age and you ain't got your shit together, then you commit suicide. But you're a child. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'll talk to you like you was one of my kids. <laughs> you're a child, yo. <laughs> this this thing is a this life thing. It's like the best way I can use it right now so you can really understand is Nipsey Hussle. He said this is a marathon. Yeah. It's a marathon. It's a marathon, fam. Remember that. You may not get successful until you're 40. Yeah, but the, you can't get panic. You guys just do. Not, right. not panic, that's, yeah, that's how my head works. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's okay, but my body just, like I said, it's just weird. I know it's in my head, but it's just. Yeah, you got to understand. Yeah. I need you to understand life. Let me explain it to you. Let me tell you a story real quick. See, when I was coming up, most successful people were successful in their 30s and 40s. This was before 1979. <laughs> now in 1979, uh, a remarkable thing happened. Hip-hop was born. And hip-hop now, you hear young kids making thousands of dollars. And it changed the balancing of life. So you didn't have to wait till you was in your 30s or 40s to make it. Now you can be rich at <laughs> and 19, 20 years old, pushing a Maserati, helicopters, some of the baddest bitches at the bar and just popping champagne. But this is not for everybody. It looks good on TV. It looks yeah. good in the videos. It looks good on your phone. But everybody don't have that life. So what you got to do is work and understand 
It's a marathon. You will get better. And success, let me tell you what success is. Success is knowing every day you get up and try. That's success, family. You don't need a lot of money. You know, that's the problem with the world. We we want to believe in the people who got a lot of money that they write, that they know it all. But that's not true. Not true at all. It's about who has character, who's well-respected. There's a lot of people like that that's not rich. A lot of people like that that walk in the room and you just feel their energy and they love that they're respected. And what you got to do in this short period of time is when this comes out tomorrow, this show right here, I'm going to make sure it comes out tomorrow. You got to listen to us have this conversation every day for the rest of your life. You got to hear me telling you this story. You got to play this episode on my podcast almost every day, two, three times. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and hear here and hear us talking and hearing that it's a marathon. It's strategy. And when you get a female again, don't complain. As soon as you find yourself complaining, you change it up. Because successful women and women will only deal with that for a short period of time. For a short period of time. They'll, They'll nurture you. They'll encourage you. And as soon as they tell one of their girlfriends or their mom what you complained about, somebody's going to get in their ear and say, oh, this motherfucker's a bitch. He complained too much. Yep. And then you're going to lose her. So now she's turned off. Her pussy ain't wet and juicy for you no more. She <laughs> thinks she's cheating on you and shit. You know, or your dick ain't getting hard because you depressed. You look at her and say, did I fuck you long enough? Did I give you, did I give you the proper strokes? Oh, man, shit. I, just, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling depressed. I'm like, wait, that shit. <laughs> the thing is, boss, the fuck up. I wish everybody your age and who had these issues had a, a TK in their life. <laughs> I really I wish I, I could be. I could be on your shoulder and just talk shit every moment <laughs> of your life, but that's the fantasy. That ain't happening. But you do have this episode now. You do have this episode to go back and play. You do have my cell phone number that you could call me once in a while. Cause <laughs> I say once in a while, yeah, I, when I say I'm a yeah, I'm a busy motherfucker, and I'm proud of it too, you know. And I didn't give like you way right back, to be honest. Didn't. Yeah, I tried to get I, back I, your story, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, your yeah, story I, I, moved I me. I've been wanting to call you since like Tuesday. Well, whenever the day you DM'd me. Yeah, I was it, like, you I, know what? Let me get in touch with this brother. And just take a day. I took a day off of work, everything. And I sat in bed for like, I'm not going to lie, like 12 hours. I sat there and thought about it. I'm like, I just can't do this no more. 
I got to yeah. do something. I, I, and Cause you, you scared I, when you talk about taking your life and shit. Ain't shit that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't. The thing, the thing that's holding me is that I don't. I don't believe in that. That's how my family was. It's like I just believe in just like it's just going with it. You know what I mean? Just dealing with it. Nah, it's nah. Just hard just, just live, family. Don't don't let your all you got to do in your head. I want you to say this from every now and then. These are just thoughts. Isn't it funny? You walk down the street, ain't nobody feeling what you feeling, right? <laughs> Ain't nobody like, oh, I'm, I'm upset like that, the guy right here. Because these are just thoughts. You're not going to jail. You're not being evicted. You're not on, you know, you're not on the streets. You got a place to live. You keep your place neat and clean. You just got to get a social life. So what I'm going to do, October 26th, um, me and the Breakfast Club having my show at Caroline's on Broadway. If you off that day, I'll give you two tickets, four tickets. So you find somebody, three other friends that will come down, and you'll have a great time at the at the at the show. Oh yeah, I I, I try to call out, you know, because I work. Yeah, that's in Manhattan. And I work four to twelve, so it's like four to midnight. Okay, so if you can, I don't want you to listen. Yeah. No matter what I do, no matter what show I have. Don't you ever take off. <laughs> they could lose out of money. Yeah, get I, your I, money because you need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm not with. I'm, I plan on. I came to realize I'm going to move back to my mom because <laughs> money is tight. Everything is just not good for me around here. And so right. Spot, especially being, I came over here in a relationship. So it's like I'm sitting in the room. Like everything just reminds me of everything. <laughs> Right. So I don't right. want to be here. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel good to be on my own. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go. All I was gonna expect is, is no room over there. <laughs> That's the one thing that was kept me from going. But I feel like I just gotta go. I just gotta, I gotta change. I gotta, so I gotta say something different. Mhm. Yeah. So you're gonna be okay, family. Remember, you're young, kid. You're young, and life is a marathon. You will be fine. Let me make some announcements real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, you know every week I talk about this credit thing, and I know you guys have done doing a great job calling Cheryl Anderson, but you guys are not pulling the trigger. DM me uh, on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland and let me know what your hang-up is about, why you guys are not pulling the trigger and going all the way about your credit. Remember, I'll be talking to you guys about your credit, getting your credit right. It's a, it's a, one of the best ways for independence. Um, two, this Friday, um, September 27th, catch me at the Harvard Cafe in Seattle, Washington. I think there's only like nine, ten seats left, y'all. The motherfucker going to sell out. I thought I was playing. But, um, Gonna be off the chain. Hopefully, I'm really, really at 100%. I'm still a little sick, but I'm gonna be okay. Um, then on the 20, on the 30th, catch me at um, Funny Bone in Cincinnati, Ohio. Also on Sunday, it's good, crazy week. Also on Sunday, Cincinnati, Ohio. Then on the first, catch me in Tampa, Florida. 
on the second catch me at Tampa at the Sunnyvale, uh, the Improv in Tampa. No, at the Improv on on the first in Orlando, and at the Improv in Tampa on the second. Then on the third, catch me. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I didn't know I was that damn busy. Then catch me on the third from, through the seventh. Oh, the sixth, third through the sixth. Um, at the Baltimore Comedy Factory in Baltimore, Maryland, ladies and gentlemen. You already know what it is. You already know it's about the T.K. Kirkland show. So, fan, I need you to listen to me. You have my number. Call me. Remember the rules. Workout, push-ups, mindset. All these things are important. Yeah. To start getting you, it won't happen overnight. That this is not one of the things happens overnight. It's a process. Okay, it's a process. Yeah. You gotta take one day at a time. It's a process. I'm not guaranteeing happiness. Uh, what I love, what you've done, you reached out to someone because you're trying to get better and you just needed someone to help you give you the blueprint. Yeah. You know, and that's good. That's a good thing. So right there already, you want to win because you yeah, did. Yeah, I wanted to, to stop myself out. so bad. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, it was just stopping me just for even doing this. And I was just like, you know what, let me just do it. <laughs> that's how bad yeah. it is to me sometimes. Yeah. And that's a, that's the sign of a winner, yo, right there. Because you didn't give up. You didn't say, I'm going to jump off a motherfucking roof. Like the movie Lean on Me when um, <laughs> Mr. Clark told that motherfucker to jump. You're doing that crap, are you doing, Mr. Clark? Well, jump, damn it, it's y'all. Yeah, I still can't believe I actually talked to you, but that's the crazy thing. I'm still kind of like. Yeah, I'm a down to earth, dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't try to do that celebrity shit. I don't understand how you, like, I don't know how you do it because I know people so, like, so many people hit you up and it's like, you got back to me on the message the next day. I was like, what? I didn't even expect it. Say it one more time. Like, how did you? I said, um, I didn't even like. How do you do it? Like, it's just like I know so many people hit you up and it's kind of like I didn't expect you to hit me up at all like or even see it that fast you did that's why I deleted right before. yeah I was on the phone when you said to I was on the phone already you know because I remember mm-hmm. yeah my special drops November 15th everybody I want you guys hear it first before I start announcing shit on the breakfast club and all that November 15th and I got I know I'm supposed to go with Netflix I know I was supposed to go with Amazon Prime, but I started my own fucking network. So it's the TK network. We'll see it. We'll be advertising in a couple of weeks. You'll see the advertising and all this, and I'm really excited about it. So basically what I did was I started my own network because Amazon takes 45% of your earnings. I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't giving nobody 45% of shit. So, I know it's that bad. Yeah, it's that bad. So I started my own network. 
you could go to my own. I'm going to have my own shit. But then around Christmas, I would license my stuff to Amazon, Hulu, iTunes, etc. But it's going to be the TK.network, and I'm so proud of what I've accomplished with that. Nobody else knows about it. Only the listeners who's going to listen to this tomorrow or the rest of the week will find out that I have my own network, but it's about to be, I'm excited about it. Um, and this is what I mean in this generation, in this time of life, having your own shit. Like I hate answering the people. Yeah. So I, did my, so I started my own fucking record label. And I don't put rappers out or anything. I'm quiet about what I do, but I drop a comedy album every year. And people have no idea what kind of money I make off that. And I do my stuff quietly, right? I'm dropping a special every year. As a matter of fact, after this special drops November 15th, believe it or not, a week later in Detroit, I'm shooting my next special for the following year. And then starting in November, I start working on this book that I was supposed to be working on for two or three years. But I wasn't interested in doing the book. Like, I wanted to do it. I didn't like the name of it at first. It didn't come to me organically. Now that it's come organic, um, I'm inspired to do it. So next year, that will come out. So next year, I have the book, another special, another album. And we'll see about the movies and all that kind of stuff. If I if I go that direction, we'll see. The definitely see. Yeah. But you 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 winning, fam. You winning because you out here trying. This right here means a lot. You understand? Yeah, it does. Trust me. Like I feel relieved right now. Like I'm just glad I just did it. Yeah, I'm glad I called you too, family. And like I said, you got my cell phone number. I need you to play this as much as you can for the rest of your life. Well, the great thing about it, nobody knows your name. Yeah, this is the thing. Nobody knows your name, so I don't have to worry about that. Nobody knows your business, anything. You got a person that you was able to talk to. Yeah, hopefully, you yeah. feel a little better. And like I said, you have this now and to remind you. Just hit rewind and stop here, stop there. And what's going to be great is when you hear yourself a year from now and play this back. That's another thing I was thinking about too. <laughs> exactly. When you hear yourself and it is back, you go like, "Whoa, this is okay." And that's what I mean. You'll see your growth. Yeah. That's what's going to be awesome when you see your growth as a man. You're still a young man. But remember, like as you get older, <laughs> remember, as you get older, you can't be complaining to these women. Yeah. The shift has changed. The women are stronger than you guys. So they tougher. They, 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 they backbone is stronger. And they don't need you. See, the females today move differently. They don't need no nigga dog. They'll get some dick and date a bitch or be themselves. Like they, they really got options, nigga. They could date you or date another bitch for companionship. That's on a level, or stay themselves or get a dog. 
<laughs> so what I'm saying to you, understand that. Understand what comes out your mouth can influence the person that you're talking to. So if you're going to complain all the time on the phone. I don't know about my day. This is my mind. And the girl like, well, he's a dude. And eventually, her ass go like, this motherfucker, fuck him. <laughs> no, I was more of a quiet type, though. Like, she she never knew what was going on until recently. Like, I would just hold it in, and I would just have yeah. that anger burst. You know what I mean? Like, right, I had all right. the time. You can't do that around the female name. I never, like, that's why I said. You, you would never know I'm going through this because I don't show it at all. That's, that yeah, was the, scared the explosion. You know what I mean? So it was like, I I used to always be in a bad mood. Like I didn't want to yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah, man. You yeah. better get on the floor and do some motherfucking push up. I'll go <laughs> for a walk. Yeah. I thought you better First do. First step is me moving back. So let's do that. Yeah. I can't. Like I said, I'm out here alone. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I feel all I do is stay here. So just drive. Yeah, you up. gotta get the fuck out. Anybody go crazy, stay the fuck in. <laughs> yeah, get your ass out the house. Go for a walk, go to the basketball court, play some basketball. Meet some people. Yeah. yeah, even if you don't play basketball, just go out there and walk around and all that shit. Just don't get on drugs, nigga. <laughs> I, I smoke a lot of weed if I hit, but I don't Okay, that's okay. Yeah, cut the weed down. And, and add up one day how much you spend on weed and what. Man, he's right now. I'm broke, but I have a fucking eight for weed sitting right here, and that's sad. <laughs> like, that's yeah, cut that fucking weed out, yo. Ain't nothing wrong with smoking it, but you gotta, <laughs> you know, be smart. Yeah. It's just because I don't like drinking. I don't like, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, it just calms me down. Like, I know it's like dumb, but I, I don't but you got to yeah. be able to go to a movie. You want to be able to walk in a place and not smell like weed. You don't want to be able to approach a young lady that's a nice young lady and she smell the weed on you. Yeah. Because she, she might have a mom and a dad. I mean, she, she really liked you and she want to bring you around her family, but you smell like fucking weed. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I, my daughter brought you around me. You smell like weed, nigga. I'm, I'm gonna whoop my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna sure like like whoop my daughter's ass. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you got my number, family. I'm proud of you. You hear me? I'm proud that you reached out. I'm proud that we had this conversation. Um, two people I wish I'd call. That's like how you was important to me. Um, with Taxstone, yeah. which is my man. I wish that's, I could you know, that's talk where I found him. you from, right? Like, when you first, I used to watch his, his podcast every day. Right. All the time. Before, and I bumped into you from him. Okay. That's how I followed you. So it's just a, that's just a funny thing. <laughs> yeah, that that's was my dude. And my other guy was Extasation. Me and him was going to be friends. He's in my special, right? In fact, that comes out November 15th. The one that got murdered last year, like, we was, we was hanging out, we was doing some things, and I wish I could have talked to him more. You know, that, that hurts me. So you was in that category that I had to get to you because I didn't want to, like, when you didn't hit me back, I thought you killed yourself. I said, no. damn, too late. 
That's like what I said. <laughs> fuck, I'm too late. But I hit you. I Yeah, I hit you like two times, and I said, ah, man. So I went on your Instagram, <laughs> but I don't think you had accepted me yet. Because I wanted to see if yeah, anybody can put I, something on there. I'm not a social media air. person. Like, I don't even like. I don't, oh, okay. I don't post, I don't talk, so you know what I mean? It's like, that's kind of how But I'm going to tell you what I was looking for. I was looking for R.I.P. Rest in peace. We can't believe it. You know, so I'm glad I didn't see that. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't see that. So, we friends now, my nigga. <laughs> I appreciate you. Man. I said, like, I didn't think this was going to happen. Like, I, you're busy. Like, I understand. You just, I didn't think you was going to sit there and read through them. Thousands of messages and take mine down and talk to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. Feels special because that's what I did. Thanks, man. I really, like I said, I always respect you from the first time I heard you talk. Like it's just the stuff you do, just it makes me happy. And I'm not even forming you. Like that's the crazy part. Right. Thank you, my man. Like you know, I'm not here, and I don't even feel. I think the reason why I do so much because when I do it, like when it's, when it's done and I accomplish it, I still don't feel nothing. I'm like, okay, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else is like, yo, you know what you've done? I'm like, eh, you fuck. But I've always been like that, like my whole yeah. life. Like I really, I had a nonchalant attitude. When my mother was alive, she used to always say, why you ain't telling me you did this? She'd tell me that. I'm like, oh, mom, give a fuck. I got the check. I'm good. And I've always been like that from the people who I put on to the people whose lives I change to the people I have conversations with. And this, believe me, it's in the hundreds. Because, you know, on Vlad TV or social media, they got this thing about I was the first to put such and such together because they felt like I was taking claim for everything. But what's funny is that the reason why they feel that way because I look so young, you know, I look like I'm yeah. in my my late thirties, early forties, but I'm almost sixty years old, yo. You know, yeah, but I don't look it though, <laughs> and my dick still get hard, <laughs> and I'm a happy guy, and I I'm very healthy, thank God. So I'm very, very much thankful to the man up above and my choices in life. What has led me here, and that's why I'm trying to say to you, no matter you're doing bad now, you can always do good. And if you're doing good and you're doing bad, you can always get back to doing good. It all depends on what you're going to sacrifice, how determined you are, and do you really want to win at this thing called life. And some people are not going to make it. I keep on hunting. Some people are not. But, a lot of people I know didn't. That's the thing. That's what all, all I've been around is just death. Like I tell you, I lost my uncle, my mom's my best friend's mom. Same week, I had to go to the funeral. Same right. day, I I witnessed my grandfather and grandmother go through cancer, and that's like one of the hardest things anybody can watch. Like one right. day they're here, and another day they're pretty much bone. Yeah, like, it's just that bad. And that's so why like, you gotta say in your head, that's life. Yeah. This is part of the contract. We're born to die. And it's not easy. Not easy. You know, our parents never teach us how to live without them. Yeah. It's crazy. Parents and aunts and stuff are here all their whole life, but they never teach you how to live once 
they're gone. And that's what we got to start doing to my listeners. You're hearing me? You got to start teaching your kids how to survive when you're gone. Here are some of my reasons. One, never get married, ladies and gentlemen. If someone as close to you dies, never make no finance decisions, never loan nobody any money. You have to pretty much, any major type decisions, you have to put people on hold. You got to go for walks or go to the gym and hit something or boxing, punching bag, kickboxing, swimming, running, all these things will help you emotionally during a time of death. I Trust me when I tell you. So, and let me put this in tell everybody because a lot of people don't know. Yeah. My dad drowned in the ocean in Staten Island. My brother got murdered by the police, got shot seven times. My mom died of breast cancer. She had stage four cancer when she found out. And my youngest brother died of kidney failure all before the age of 40 for me. And I had to survive. Yeah. I didn't cry. I dealt with it. Does it hurt? I don't know. I'm a different kind of dude. <laughs> no, I am. I, you got to know who you are. I'm a different kind of nigga. But I'm here. Yeah. And I'm here to give you guys inspiration and share stories and whatever I could do just to make people like even just better for a day, a month, or for the rest of your life. That's what I'm here for. And these episodes will be the Bible and the blueprint for people. Even when I'm gone, people can go on this T.K. Kirkwood show and listen to this years after I'm gone, which is beautiful. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Really and I'm not saying I'm better than other podcast, but I think that if other people listen to my show, all of them, you can take something to all my shows to better your life. See, my shows are here to better your life on credit, to relationships, to mental stability. All the all those things is very important. To my fans around the world, you already know what it is. Next week, though, or this week, coming up, Friday, Harvard Cafe, Seattle, Washington, Sunday, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, the Funny Bone, um, the first, Orlando, Florida, the second, Tampa, Florida, both the improvs, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, Baltimore Comedy Factory. Follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. If you're in Atlanta, November 23rd, i got to put this out. I just received the Red Fox Award. That's going to be awesome. Um, we're donating money to the Water Flint Project with Will Smith's son. Um, I'm excited about it. And you'll hear about it as I post it on my Instagram. Until we meet again, may your pain be champagne. Key to the motherfucking K. I wish you the best, family. You got my number. Stay in touch. Thank you. I appreciate you. Salute.
Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.